What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Crypto Bobby, and welcome to another edition of the Crypto Bobby Podcast. Today, wanted to provide you guys with the crypto, not happy hour, but crypto coffee hour that I had this morning. Got a chance to talk about the Lightning Network, talk a little bit about why I thought it was really interesting, uh, provide some suggestions as far as how you might be able to get started with it. Uh, also took a bunch of separate Q&A and talked about a number of different topics um, from the live stream. So uh, make sure you stay tuned for that and a bunch more. Before we get into Today's episode of Crypto Coffee Hour. I want to talk to you guys about LinkedIn Talent Solutions. You know the right hire can make a huge impact on your business. That's why it's so important to find the right person. But where can you actually find that individual? Well, you can post a job on a job board and hope that you find the, the right person. But think about it. How often do you actually hang out on job boards? Probably never, right? So don't leave finding someone great to chance when you can post your job to a place where people go every day to make new connections, grow their careers, and discover new job opportunities. And that's LinkedIn. Most LinkedIn members haven't recently visited the top job boards, but nine out of 10 of those members are open to new opportunities. And with 70% of the US workforce on LinkedIn, posting your job on LinkedIn is the best way to get your job opportunity in front of more of the right people. And that's why a new hire is made literally every 10 seconds using LinkedIn. So if you Hurry right now to linkedin.com slash Bobby. You'll get $50 off your first job post. Again, that's linkedin.com slash B-O-B-B-Y. You get $50 off your first job post, linkedin.com slash Bobby. Terms and conditions apply. All right, let's go. Everybody, what is going on? It's your boy Crypto Bobby. Hope you are having a great day, great night, wherever you are watching or listening in from. And welcome to another edition, another episode here of Crypto Happy Hour. Uh, some interesting things to talk about this morning, so definitely want to cover those as well as discuss any of the uh, Q&A you guys have as well. We'll also be turning this bad boy into a podcast, so in case you don't catch the whole thing, uh, we'll have this one as a podcast there as well. Shout out to everybody who is on uh, YouTube right now, who's on Periscope and Twitch. I appreciate you guys all taking the time, and yes, yeah, since it's uh, 8.45 in the morning in New York right now, uh, I am certainly not drinking beer or whiskey. Um, we got coffee, and we got a cheese danish on deck, so that's happening. And uh, yeah, as Dale has already mentioned, it might just be that amount of, you know, might just be that time to throw in your um, Crypto Bobby streaming live uh, short because uh, the market has had a little bit of a nice rebound, at least last night. Price of ETH has moved up a few uh, few percent, a uh, few percent. Uh, Bitcoin has done pretty well overnight. So um, at least, I mean, relatively speaking, when you look at things, uh, it hasn't really pumped or anything like that. But when we're when we're not dumping, it's always a good good time in the in the morning. What is going on, Stefan? What's going on, Hiro? What's going on, Dale? What's up, Roy? Hope you guys are having a good one so far. And some of the things just want to uh, cover today is talk a little bit about lightning tips because I think what's going on with lightning tips is pretty cool and definitely worth discussing the tip and dot me phenomenon right now and 
Um, we'll talk a little bit about, I'll throw some Satoshis around to some people as well. Um, so we'll do a little, little, uh, little thing for the first 10 people that, that do something. I'll throw a thousand Satoshis each your way. Not that that's a bajillion dollars, but definitely something we can, <laughs> definitely something we can talk about uh, a little bit further here as well. Uh, so if anybody's using tippin.me or Bitcoin lightning, would love to hear that. And I'll give some, some tips and pointers on to how you can actually get started with that as well. So definitely something we'll cover on that end. Also want to have a little bit of a clarification. I talked about the kind of fake volume or what I deem to be fake volume on KuCoin and uh, some of the issues there. And I got a lot of people or not a lot of people. I got like five people that were like they upgraded their platform, which is true. They upgraded to a V2. Um, and so what does that mean? And, and they're like, you know what? They upgraded to their platform. So there's actually no fake volume and you're stupid. Uh, actually, no, it, it further proves my point. So we'll talk a little bit about that and then obviously answer all of your questions as well. Uh, so Anthony Saras, you jump and ship on Bitcoin and might, might be referring to the title of the video here. Um, and no, actually, I am uh, not jumping ship, but uh, I am jumping ship on uh, YouTube and Twitter for the next week or so. Uh, I'm headed out to Canada to go skiing. I am not bringing my camera. Um, I'm not bringing my mic. So I'm going to, going to go skiing in Banff for a week. So I will be uh, out of out of town, out of pocket, really, for the next like week or so. Uh, so I'll be gone, unfortunately. But uh, fortunately, because I'm pumped to, pumped to ski in Banff. But uh, yeah, I figured I'd let you guys know on that as well. So at a very high level too, as we get a few more people into the chat, looks like we've got about 100 or so right now. Uh, one of the first things I wanted to do today is just here too in the comments, if any of you guys are, if any of you guys have started to use Tippin.me with Lightning, that would be, uh, would love to hear if you've used it yet, if you've tried anything with Lightning, if you've used any Lightning wallets, uh, would love to hear that. I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, if anybody's used any any of that, and uh, if anybody's used anything related to Lightning, whether it's a cost note or anything else, would love to hear uh, your thoughts. And then we'll get into just one of the quick things that I had a, had a little idea on. So an overwhelming response. <laughs> What's up, AKA Aaron? Uh, overwhelming response here. But uh, what do we got? Lightning Network isn't in the white paper. Uh, yeah, well, things change in 10 years. Uh, <laughs> binary Sunset Chaser. Oh, that's funny. Bobby will leave for the week and there will be a massive rally and McAfee will eat his dick coming up this week. Well, that would be, I'd be skiing. There'd be a nice rally and McAfee would be penisless. So that sounds like a pretty good deal to me. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> Sign Ash downloaded Blue Wallet. Scott's Garage downloaded Blue, uh, Blue Wallet this morning. Uh, Lord of Tube Light audio is too low. I, I don't know why the audio would be too low. It looks pretty good on my end, so... So that's a good question, Stefan, and that's kind of what I was hoping to get at. So we got a couple of people that have talked about downloading Blue Wallet. Um, I would recommend, so no, you don't have to run a full node to use Lightning. What I would recommend is anybody here, two things that I think are pretty cool. So uh, if you, pull this up right now. So if you right now are on Twitter, you might see this little uh, little Lightning rod here on my Twitter user interface. 
That's actually for this tool that they built for Tippin.me. It's kind of like XRP Tipop, but it's not gross. Um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, but so if I wanted to do this, I can click on, I can actually click on this Tippin.me and here's Marty Bentz. And if I click on that, it'll give me a QR code and I can scan uh, his Tippin.me and I can tip him right now. Let's see if I can just do that as I'm recording this. We'll tip Marty a thousand sats. So we could see if you can see here. Um, so you might be able to see, who knows? But tipping Marty a thousand Satoshis. I'll just click pay on that. And just like that, you can see it's should be done. So we'll check payment, see if that actually went through or not. So Marty got it already. So I would definitely recommend if you are um, interested, This these are kind of two things and I wanted to get into this a little bit more detail. Uh, but so there like two things, I think, whether you're a Bitcoin guy, whether you're an Ethereum guy, whether you are an XRP guy, two things I think you should definitely experiment with right now are Lightning Network as well as um, Lightning Network as well as uh, a CDP. If you are a Ethereum guy, uh, or if you were an XRP guy or whatever you might be, um, I would highly recommend going through the process of checking out of downloading Blue Wallet, which is what I just used on my phone, downloading Blue Wallet and uh, having a transaction through Blue Wallet, seeing how fast it is. If you are um, somebody that is a Bitcoin maximalist, I would recommend going through the process of even if you take $10 worth of Ethereum and create a CDP to generate DAI. I think those are two of the most fascinating things right now in cryptocurrency. Uh, and they seem basic, but at a really high level, I think they're awesome. So checking out some of these yeah, feeding chickens at polofeed.com with lightning. So here's another thing. I actually saw this. I have not. So here, we'll do it right now. Feed a chicken. Thousand Satoshis. We're, we're, I have not done this yet, but we're about to. So I will do a thousand Satoshis worth. So I am paying right now to feed chickens via lightning. We'll see how fast that goes. Just click pay. And there you go. Thank you for your order. Uh, so now we can view the order at any point in time. And the order is paid processing. That, so that's well, that was a bad gateway. Uh, but that's how fast lightning the transactions actually go through, which is pretty incredible to think about. Granted, there are some issues with it. There are now there's limits as far as the size of the orders that are the size of the transactions and some kind of throttling things that are happening right now. But really just fascinating stuff, I think, occurring right now with the Lightning Network. Obviously, the user the user experience isn't perfect by any means yet. I'm not saying Lightning is going to take over the world, but it's pretty cool stuff. Uh, and I would highly recommend you give it a shot and check it out. Uh, and the, the wallet and granted, you know, it's not I'm not running a full node on in my phone right now with with Blue Wallet. I do have a cost node set up, so that's that's great. But you know, if you want to experiment with it, put five dollars into Blue Wallet, move that over to Lightning Network, and play around with some of the tools that they have right now. It's definitely worth your time, in my opinion. So, Sign Nash, how do you get normal Bitcoin to LNBTC? Uh, with Blue Wallet, you can open up. So, you open up a Bitcoin wallet in Blue Wallet. 
So there's two types of wallets you essentially have within Blue Wallet, uh, which is the mobile app. It's on Android. It's on iOS. And you can do you can essentially uh, deposit regular normal Bitcoin into your Bitcoin wallet and then you can transfer that Bitcoin. Uh, the, the wallet will transfer that Bitcoin over to your Lightning Network wallet. And with that, too, so I said this before, so now I, I went through and I did uh, how many chickens. Do I have? So I tipped a thousand Satoshis to Marty and a thousand to the, uh, the, the chicken feed. But if you guys, the first eight people that send me on Twitter that tweet me at crypto underscore Bobby, uh, the first eight people that tweet me anything, I don't care what it is. If you have a tip and dot me bot set up, uh, the first eight people that tweet me, I'll shoot you over a thousand Satoshis uh, via Lightning Network. So even if you don't, uh, all you have to do is even if you don't have a blue wallet yet, you can just download uh, tip and dot me and go to go to the website. It syncs to your Twitter and then you can just cash out to the blue uh, blue wallet when you want. But go to uh, first first eight people that tweet me uh, that have a tip and dot me. Just let me know that you want that thousand Satoshis and I will throw that your way. Awesome. So getting back into, then you guys have questions, definitely let me know. Um, and we'll get into, we'll get into those as well. But going into one of the things, so I talked about this and we'll love you guys thoughts on this as well. But I talked about this previously on the on the channel. This is my last video where I talked about fake volume in the crypto markets. Uh, and it was specifically around KuCoin. And this issue where they kind of got caught where they had this wasn't 100% confirmed, but it's basically confirmed. So KuCoin sent out a bunch of letters uh, in late 2018 where they were delisting projects that weren't generating enough volume on their platform. Uh, so they sent 16 projects this notice that said, hey, you're getting delisted from, from KuCoin if um, you're getting delisted from KuCoin because you're not generating enough volume. But if you utilize these market-making services that cost, I believe it was $90,000. If you utilize these market making services, you will be able to stay on the KuCoin platform. Um, and I talked a little bit about why you know people would do this, why this is bad for the industry. But there were a few people that were like, hey, KuCoin upgraded to a V2 of this platform. Because I talked about this this stage where from uh, February 17th to I believe it was the 19th where there was no volume at all. Um, so that was, you know, that was the thing where uh, they were upgrading their, they were upgrading their platform, uh, they were upgrading their APIs. I know market makers that run, uh, like actual legitimate market makers that that utilize Binance and Bittrex and uh, and KuCoin and uh, you know Bitfinex and all these, uh, and they also use KuCoin too. And they actually said the upgrade was a positive thing and that the, the tech improved quite a bit. Um, obviously, yes, market making is is not an uncommon thing by any stretch. Uh, I got you, Tucker Sheaves. I'll get you, buddy. Um, so, but this is not, <laughs> these, these lines, uh, you know, this volume is not, this not, it's not common at all. Uh, so thinking that just because the, you know, that the, the upgrade occurred means that there was not, that that somehow proves that there was not really wash trading going on. This is not, this is not a market making issue. This is a wash trading issue. The fact that this is just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, uh, is blatantly, blatantly wash trading on some pairs granted not all pairs but you know in this case this was c g g c b t c the go eth one two which is where, eth one. 
This one's funny because it's actually part of the premiere of KuCoin Plus. Let's see. Yeah. I mean, folks, <laughs> folks, 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 folks. Adam Ventura, thank you very much uh, for that super chat a, a few minutes ago. Apologize, missed that, brother. Uh, do they have skiing on the blockchain up there? Um, I I hope not. I don't want to involve myself with any blockchain whatsoever. Uh, and what's up, fake Supo man? Always appreciate these super chats per usual. Open up a paid group. That's always the way to go. Uh, Max X. So if everyone uses lightning network and block rewards keep having where are fees going to come from to support network security? I think that's one of the big debates right now within the Bitcoin community. Uh, or one of the big things that people talk about because uh, I think there is you know an assumption that Lightning Network is going to see, succeed, yet uh, also the transaction fees at some point in time are going to be enough to keep the miners happy enough to support the network. Uh, a lot of the discussion around there is, is theoretical right now. I think we are very far away from that impacting the that like really impacting the the Bitcoin ecosystem. Um, but it's still a, a far enough away discussion where it needs to be, you know, it needs to be discussed. I don't think there is a I don't think there is a solid answer for that right now. Um, the one thing I would say, though, too, is that I don't think main chain activity on Bitcoin would ever stop because of Lightning Network success. I think it in some cases fulfills two different kind of sets of use cases. But I do think that that is something that um, and and I am not a certainly don't kind of confuse my advocacy for uh, my advocacy right now or, or interest in, in Bitcoin and the Bitcoin Lightning Network as a an absolute um, kind of profession that that Bitcoin and the Lightning Network or, or excuse me, that Lightning Network will absolutely work. I think there's still a lot of things that need to happen. And I discussed that a little bit at a very high level yesterday with a tweet. Um, you know, there is let's see here. So I said this, if the infrastructure around Lightning Network continues to improve uh, the user experience for the average consumer, any cryptocurrency advertising its main use case as transaction speed is absolutely toast. So what does that mean? Um, what does kind of what am I thinking when I say that the the average, uh, you know, the user experience has to improve? Well, here's one thing. So I'll, I'll pull up uh, and here's Pierre Rochard. Let's see if I can get the tweet that he specifically said got a lot of tweets so I got to go through them so here's here's kind of a little bit of, of what I was talking about when I said you know the average experience you know the user experience uh, in the process really needs to simplify uh, because this was one of the things you know and, and Pierre is done a ton of work with lightning node infrastructure and is a big advocate for lightning uh and i think is is obviously very very well well versed on the subject uh but basically at you know kind of advocating against putting a lot of money really into the lightning network at this point in time but essentially said you know if you're putting a lot of money on your lightning routing node please use a couple of very reliable hard drives with zfs pool mirroring raid one 
the uh, mnemonic seed is not enough to recover funds from your channel if something goes horribly wrong you'll need the latest change state for the average person you'd have no idea what a zfs pool or you have no idea what zfs pool mirroring is you're probably not doing any type of hard drive backups uh you probably know the mnemonic seed but you don't know anything about the latest uh chance state you don't know the vast majority of this you just kind of expect to you know open up a wallet perhaps and have that work and have that functioning so i still think that there is a you know there are still a lot of people that are saying hey don't put your freaking life savings in lightning right now to play around with it because something could go horribly wrong uh but but if something does not go you know in my opinion if something does not go horribly wrong um and the the infrastructure continues to get built out there are certain elements where i believe that uh, the transaction speed use case for a lot of other cryptocurrencies starts to get a lot weaker and a lot weaker. Uh, and this, I think, maybe it wasn't stated perfectly when I, you know, maybe when I said this um, perfectly, but looking at looking at the tweet and then Ari Paul responding, he's like, most platforms advertising transa transaction speed are doing it in the context of complex smart contracts, uh, which are not direct competitors of Lightning right now and i think you know when when i said that some people thought i was referring to maybe an ethereum or to an eos uh or to a tron or to whatever some type of smart contract platform that is obviously you know able to handle a lot more uh transactions per second uh than something like bitcoin is right now uh wasn't really what i was referring to so i was referring to the transaction speed in the context really purely of peer-to-peer -peer payments uh, and currency, not complex smart contracts, uh, not something like Ethereum or EOS, really more referring to things like uh, a Litecoin or a Bitcoin Cash or a Dash or potentially a Nano. Um, nobody really advocated, surprisingly, for uh, when I said that. Uh, a few people said, hey, you know, there's no way that Lightning Network is comparable to Nano right now. Nobody really said much about Litecoin or Bitcoin Cash or Dash or, or Nano, but I do think that if... And this is a big if. I'm not saying this is absolutely going to be the case. This is a big if. But I do think that if the infrastructure continues to build out and continues to improve, you do, it's very redundant use cases to have a Litecoin and a Bitcoin Cash and a Dash and all these things that, you know, maybe there's small elements that are a little bit different than Bitcoin with Lightning, but they're not enough to justify the massive valuations of what those are. And if you look just in general at what those are, you know, Litecoin is worth close to $3 billion right now. Bitcoin Cash is worth about 2.5. Bitcoin SV is worth about 1.1 billion. Dash is still worth 700 million. Even Dogecoin, I love Dogecoin more than anything, but Dogecoin is worth 230 <laughs> million dollars and nano is worth about 115 mil so i mean that's still a lot of value that can either um that can accrue to bitcoin potentially can just go away whatever it is and i think if you own those cryptocurrencies uh, and are an advocate for those cryptocurrencies you want to see and maybe you know maybe there's a really good differentiation between uh, maybe there's a solid differentiation between what your favorite cryptocurrency does and what lightning does but would love to uh, would love to kind of hear that. What's up, two bit idiot? Um, where is? Let's go over here. We'll go to on-chain FX. Oh, so we get we're getting an update at some point in time today. Um, you guys know I'm a big on-chain FX chill. I love it. So. So taking a look at some of these crypto, uh, some of these cryptos. 
excuse me, uh, some of these questions here, not some of these cryptos. Uh, Bobby, have you tried V2 beta Coinigy yet? If so, any thoughts? So I have Coinigy open right now. I actually got the notification today. Oh, there it is, V2 beta. Let's see. Sure, why not? It's kind of weird. Um, just powered by TradingView. I thought they were trying to kind of compete directly with TradingView. Ah, uh, these charts are blinding my eyes. I need to fix those around, but yeah, I'll definitely, I haven't had a chance to check it out further, but I definitely will. It looks like they added some more exchanges and things like that. Soon TM. You gotta, let, you gotta let me know when, Ryan. You gotta let me know when. Guys, if you have any specific questions, definitely let me know. And I'll also be checking Twitter after this to send out those uh, those thousand Satoshis to the first eight people that hit me up there. Uh, so I will certainly be doing that. Uh, looks like we got a few people. Shout out to those folks. Awesome. You guys are great. Two hours. Okay. Okay. What's the prediction? <laughs> So I see 4K has been breached. Um, be here too. Uh, like, I do like the. In 4K is usually there's 4K has been breached if you're on Bitfinex, which typically trades at a at a pretty significant premium to uh, Coinbase to basically everything else. So. To be honest, I don't really consider 4K. I do consider 4K to be, uh, you know, a very important number for Bitcoin to break and to uh, maintain, uh, to, to close on the daily over and to maintain that strength. But I'm looking to see it break not only on Bitfinex, but on Coinbase, on Bitstamp, on Bittrex, on Gemini, on CEX, on OKCoin, Bit, wherever. Um, I don't think breaking it on Bitfinex is enough because I think it has broken it on Bitfinex recently before because Bitfinex is typically trading at about $100 premium to where the rest of the market trades at. Um, am I considering temporarily changing my name to Crypto Caveman Bobby until I shave? Oh, I, like I've said before, I mean, we need to we need to get back to the bull market. That's that's I got to figure out a number. There's got to be a specific number where I, I should I should shave. But until now, I'm just letting it roll. And it's uh, and and we're, we're hanging on with with what we got right now. So I got I got to figure out a number that is the definitive line in the sand to shave my beard. But right now, I don't I don't know what that is. I don't know if that's. That's 6K, that's 8K, that's 10K. If that's 20K, I'm going to look like Dumbledore. So I don't know if I can do 20K because that might be a while. But uh, forty-eight k you want me to look like Dumbledore. I appreciate that. That's... Uh, 
According to John McAfee, we are in a new paradigm that cannot go down and is mathematically impossible. I think at this point in time, it's mathematically impossible for me to shave my beard. Uh, as John McAfee alluded in the science of Bitcoin, uh, the very many tweets in which he said, success. Uh, Stefan, how pumped are you for blockchain week? Blockchain week in New York should be pretty awesome. Uh, I'm excited about it. I'm probably, so I think the only conference I'll actually be going to is is going to, going to, it will most likely be Fluidity Summit uh, just because that is uh, something that Fluidity, which is AirSwap's parent company, uh, runs. But if somebody has a free ticket to consensus, I got a free ticket to consensus last year. Um, maybe I'll, maybe I'll do that. I'm sure it's going to be interesting to see how crowded consensus was an absolute zoo last year. It was 8,000 people. It was like a three hour check-in line to get into consensus. It was in May. So there's still a ton of excitement around crypto. I think a lot of that excitement has since died off, but, um, I'm, I'm pretty curious to see how much excitement there is still around consensus this year. And if, you know, there's 8,000 people or there's 5,000 people, uh, if there's 3,000 people, whatever it might be. But the big thing for me in a lot of these, you know, with a lot of these conferences is not just, um, is not really the actual conference itself. Cause in a lot of cases like consensus, they live stream the entire thing online for free. Um, so that the, the the panels that I want to watch or the the info that I want to watch, I'll go and I'll check that out online. But uh, a lot of just the like happy hours and the drinks afterwards. And it's cool to have a lot of, there's a lot of people that aren't in New, I'm in New York full time, but there's a lot of people that aren't in New York that come to town. So it's cool to, to get to meet either you know, people I've never met before in the crypto space or just hang out with some buddies that uh, aren't typically in New York. So I'm excited for, for uh, blockchain week, consensus week, whatever people want to call it. Lucky if you get 500 people this year. I think uh, I think there'll be more than 500 people. C19 too crowded. I've seen more hair on a piece of bacon. That is Mino Sullivan. That's. It's taken me like three months and like two beer trims. So I've, I've gotten a trim twice to my credit. Gotten it trimmed. That's okay. It's too bushy. It's curly. How many Bitcoins do you own chat? Dox yourself. That's good. Uh, okay, Nico, Bobby, what has Satoshi done for you lately? Uh, Satoshi disappeared, which I think is one of the best things that Satoshi could have ever done. Um, granted we have Satoshi every day in the, the musings of, of one Craig, Dr. Craig Wright, who is obviously, obviously Satoshi, uh, with the elegance and eloquence that he graces our, you know, graces our planet with. I do think, obviously, I'm, I'm full on board with the Dr. Craig S. Wright being Satoshi. Uh, but no, for real, the best thing Satoshi could have done uh, was to disappear. And I think that it is 
uh, a fantastic thing that he's done so because we don't have to have these ridiculous arguments. Uh, there isn't necessarily the issue of quote unquote centralization or the central figure around Bitcoin development, which I think is fantastic. Um, I think that in some cases, unfortunately, plagues Ethereum with Vitalik, regardless of the Regardless of the potential impact or decision-making power that he has, Ethereum is always going to be inextricably linked to Vitalik. I'm sure some of you guys remember when there was the fake Vitalik death rumors on some random-ass blog back in the day, uh, and the price of Bitcoin dropped like 5% or something like that, basically instantly because people started circulating that Vitalik was dead. Um, the fact that Satoshi went out and went quietly, I think, is one of the biggest advantages that Bitcoin has, honestly, over any other cryptocurrency in addition to the uh, fair launch that that went down. So what has he done for me lately? I think it's just the fact that he's not around is is doing something for everybody to be to be pretty frank. If uh, CSW turns out to be the real Satoshi, will you take a vow? I don't think it's a vowel. Uh, will you take a vow to never shave? Uh, absolutely not. I will say I'm wrong, but I don't think I'm going to be wrong. But no, I will. We'll... Face is too pretty to cover up. What's up, Mike D? Uh, any thoughts on the Biaxi exchange, Bobby? So I have not used Biaxi. Uh, if anybody is on Twitter, um, Biaxi has done a wonderful job, um, I guess, with the RefLink program because I still see Biaxi all the damn time. I have no idea. Uh, I think it's a, an exchange based in the U.S. I don't know if it's if it's mostly altcoins or if they have fiat on ramps or what it is. Um, but for the most part, I mean, I'm I'm pretty set with like the exchange infrastructure that I have or my use cases that I need. Um, you know, I still, if I need a fiat on ramp, I'll use Coinbase, um, can use Bittrex or Binance. Uh, and then if I, you know, if there's a, if I want to use a centralized altcoin exchange, use Bittrex or Binance. Uh, if I want to use some of the like decentralized ones, obviously I'll use AirSwap. Um, Kyber is, Kyber is a good one as well. Um, Uniswap is pretty cool. So there's a lot of different, you know, a lot of different opportunities out there. Uh, I, I don't really have a, a massive need for Biaxi or however you pronounce it. So Beeks, Beeksy, whatever. I'll make, make it easier to pronounce. Uh, that's a really that's a really good question, Max X. Uh, it'll be really well, great question. It'll be interesting to see how Lightning Network catches on. One issue will be of government class if the government classifies the Lightning Network nodes as money transmitters uh, and requires KYC. Uh, that's Neeraj. What's up, the the goat memer on on Twitter? Shout out to Neeraj. Um, even though uh, I don't actually, I I, re, I, re, I retake the 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 goat memer thing back. I think. Uh, I think he's been one up by many people and he's he's really lost. <laughs> yes, follow Neeraj K 
ka at New York ka on Twitter for the best TA. Uh, Coin Center also has a wonderful paid group. If you send your Bitcoin to Coin Center, uh, what they will do is they will um, meme lobby the government extremely hard to uh, get them to take favorable stances on things that we need in the cryptocurrency world. Uh, so shout out to Neeraj, shout out to Coin Center on uh, Coin Center's paid group, uh, which Neeraj is the, uh, the the main advocate for out there. Yeah, that's uh, that is a fantastic point, Coin Center. If you guys are not familiar, I've talked about them a little bit in the past, um, but uh, you know, working on things like that question that Max had as far as what happens if the government classifies Lightning Network nodes as money transmitters that requires KYC, uh, what happens in that case? And in that, you know, in that in that stance, uh, we have advocacy groups out there like Coinbase that or like Coinbase. I am looking at the freaking chart. I'm damn place uh, like Coin Center that are kind of making sure that the government doesn't at least in the United States, obviously, I know, I know, I know not everybody is in the freaking United States, but making sure that, um, you know, folks in the United States don't just get absolutely walloped by uh, ridiculous regulations and that they take a, you know, measured and, and intelligent approach. So shout out, shout out, Neeraj, shout out, Coin Center. Uh, Michael Nitsch, if you go back to the beginning of the video, I did, uh, I showed uh, Blue Wallet, and yeah, Blue Wallet's awesome, so um, Blue Wallet's pretty cool if you are trying to try out Lightning Network, I think that is the easiest way to get started, if you want to run a full node, there's a couple other guides you can check out, you can use a Casa node, um, you can uh, go through Pierre Richard's uh, Lightning Network guide, a couple other things like that as well. Um, Ronan, what's up? Do you know of a better app platform to buy crypto using fiat that isn't Coinbase? Uh, if you want to, uh, I'll throw you more stats, Neeraj. Uh, if, yeah, I was going to say cash app. Um, if you want to, uh, use something that is not, is not Coinbase, I would recommend checking out cash app. That is the other alternative, uh, you know, specifically for Bitcoin, you are trying to get Ethereum or Litecoin. Uh, I believe Cash App is solely for Bitcoin. So uh, if you are, you know, looking for simplicity, Cash App's the way to do it. Guys, at this point in time, uh, I got a bail shortly. I have a flight to Canada. So uh, like I said before, I'm going to be gone for the next week or so um, on a little little ski trip in Banff. So if you guys have any recommendations, definitely feel free to let me know in the chat or on Twitter as well. Um, if anything crazy, crazy, crazy happens, I can always go live from with my phone, but hopefully that doesn't happen because I want a relaxing trip that will hopefully get me away from Twitter for a little bit of time. Um, but I really appreciate everybody taking the uh, time to join. I will go through the responses on Twitter. Like I said, I was going to give and I will give uh, thousands of Satoshis for the first eight people that hit me up uh, on Twitter. I think that looked like that happened pretty quickly. Uh, so shout out to everybody that did that. And again, if you missed anything in the beginning, go, you can go back and watch the beginning where I talked a little bit about uh, why I thought Lightning Network is really awesome or pretty cool and showed a couple examples of just tipping Marty Bent in real time, uh, as well as doing that Lightning Network chicken feed thing, which is pretty cool too. So uh, definitely uh, tune in or just rewind for that if you join later. Uh, shout out to everybody watching on Periscope, Twitch as well. I really appreciate the time. We'll be available if you guys need anything. Thanks so much for the time. Crypto Bobby signing out. Hope you have a good one. Peace.